All right, welcome to the 4205 cast. I am interviewing Joe. What's up, Joe? Hello, everybody. I want to love everybody. How are you, everyone? Glad to meet you. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to interview English Joe. Hello. Not, not crazy Russian accent Joe. Fake Russian accent Joe. That is not a real accent. If you're a Russian, you would know that. I am very not Russian. Okay. All right. So I got a few questions just to help our uh, listeners get to know you a little bit better and get to know uh, why you are so psychotic. I can't promise I will know the answers. Good. That's what makes interviews good when people don't understand anything and don't answer. I have no comment. So what was your first system? My first system was the Commodore 64. That's uh, that's pretty old school. Yes, it is. I've had it since I was a little baby boy. Possibly and before. I can't remember. I can't remember when I actually got it. I was so young. All right. And this is kind of on a... On 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 a personal level here, you know your your mother's involved in education. You got mm-hmm. you got a lot of uh, kickbacks from that That's in right. terms of what you were able to play. Uh, was this because of that uh, that connection? I'm not sure. I think my mother saw the writing on the wall uh, during the 80s as far as the oncoming computer age was. So she could possibly have gotten the Commodore as part of that, but we didn't really use it for anything. We just Used it for video games. Hey, I mean, that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. No problems with that. Good old Wizards of War. <laughs> Wizards of War. Wizards of War. The only, <laughs> the only video game my father has ever played. Sounds like a, a, missed, a mixed up uh, Blizzard title. <laughs> like we didn't know what we were going to call this one. It was a it was a top down maze shooter. Of course, yeah. that's where all games were back then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this one should actually be a pretty quick question for All you because right. I, I I have an idea here. What current systems do you own? I own a 3DS. <laughs> yep. And and a, a gaming quality PC. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Joe doesn't have any of the current systems. He's kind of checked out of the console race. He is yeah. our PC master race uh, enthusiast here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has all the PC Master Race memes, <laughs> and nobody likes him because he's PC Master Race. Praise Lord Gay Ben. <laughs> uh, well, and you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna mince anything. Like I've, I've known you for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known you to be a PC gamer for pretty much all the time. Although back in the day, you did have systems, but you were always a PC guy. Pretty much, yeah. I've I've had a ever since the mid '90s, I would say, when more of that stuff was becoming more and more regular. When Doom was big, when Quake was big, that's when it was, that's when it started to become emergent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much it wasn't so much a regular thing back then. I was playing more consoles in the '90s. Right. Uh, my brother actually was the bigger PC gamer. That's true. Yeah. He was. So, and actually, you had a had a Gaming, quote unquote, gaming PC. I did back when I met you. You introduced me some of the introduced me to some of the, some more PC exclusive titles. We played a lot of Warcraft back in the we day. We did. We did play a lot of Warcraft. Warcraft two. Warcraft two. Tides of Darkness. A whole lot of that. Beyond the Dark Portal. What was the PC game that made you realize? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be a PC gamer. Deus Ex. That's what I thought it would mm-hmm. be. Not, not even a question. All right. I'm not going to elaborate on that too much because I yeah. don't want to potentially step on uh, other questions. Okay. 
but I just wanted to ask. I just wanted to ask that. Mm-hmm. So uh, now we're, we're going to get into it. What 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 is the genre of game that you want to most play? Like when you sit down and say, "All right, this is the type of game I want to play." What's your genre of choice? I usually go to RPG. Yeah, I feel that's like going to be a pretty common uh, thread between most of us here. Uh, RPGs are pretty much what most of us grew up mm-hmm. looking at and playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're doing the Japanese style or the, the Western style these days? I go back and forth, although more Western than JRPG. I feel like JRPGs have sort of fallen along the wayside, and the good ones are hard to find. I will go back and play some of the older ones. I feel like some of them still old hold up. Your, your older Final Fantasies, I think, still hold up. Well, most of the games in the Breath of Fire series are still very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can still play Lufia. Yep. I love my Lufia. Those are those are really good games. So like the the old the old JRPGs that were on the PlayStation and the Super Nintendo are my JRPGs of choice. These days I play more Western games. I was big into The Witcher last year. And when I picked that up, I immediately fell in love with that franchise. I thought that was a very, very very good step in the right direction as far as Western RPGs go. It was certainly different than anything that Bethesda had done or Obsidian. I didn't really care for those style of games. I thought yeah. they didn't have that much, you know, they didn't have, they thought they didn't have much content and then the content. They didn't have much depth, I believe they you said they in did our, not, they did not have much, our pilot. That's correct. They did not have much depth. That I didn't have the depth I wanted. Every, the atmosphere was great. The settings were really nice, but I felt like everything was just fell flat and nothing really made sense. Like they had one guy, I remember in Skyrim saying, Hey, you should go visit the mage school up there. Like I'm the headmaster, bro. Like, <laughs> get with it. Like, read a read a read a newspaper, man. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, so, like, let's let's go through time a little bit. What have been your systems of choice? Obviously, this generation it's PC. Yes. So uh, let's not stress on that too much. Let's go back to your uh, the PS three three sixty generation. What do we got there? P three P three three sixty Wii. I own I owned the PS three, and that, of that generation, that is the only console which I owned. Um, I did manage to pick up several several games for that that I did enjoy that were not exclusive that were exclusive to the PS three. Back then, it wasn't that long ago, but PC games didn't really have that much cross platform uh, releases. Right. So you didn't you didn't quite see the games you would see. On PS3, on PC. So I picked up a PS3 because I wanted to play some of these games. I wanted to play Infamous. I wanted to play Bayonetta. It was the only way I could. It was the only way I could play. It was the only way I could play fighting games with my friends, people, with the people because they had PS3s and I didn't want an Xbox. Um, some of the independent titles on the P on the on the PlayStation Network, I, can, I couldn't play on PC. Although I think Xbox had. Had better arcade titles yeah. than the PS3 for At sure. That time they did, but I think I felt like the Xbox had more crossover with the PC, right? That I could get a PS3 and sort of have most of the picture for the gaming during that time. So that's why I ended up going with PS3 instead of an Xbox. Okay, and the Wii didn't really appeal to me that much. I thought it was a little gimmicky. All right, so let's uh, let's drop it back a generation. We got the the PS2 original Xbox Dreamcast uh, GameCube generation. What do we got out of that one? Uh, I owned all three. I had a Dreamcast, I had a GameCube, and I had a PS2. 
Uh, Wait, but what about the original Xbox? That's oh, four. I did have I did have an original Xbox but as you, well, but it wasn't actually yours. No, it wasn't. It was given. <laughs> it was it was given to me, but I did I did have I did have yes, it. I had my games for it. It didn't really work so well. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Microsoft yeah. product doesn't work. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't exactly fully functional. Although it did start out that way. Thank you very much, Tim, for giving me the Xbox. I appreciate that. Um, of that time, I felt like the PlayStation Two had the best games, mm-hmm. but the Dreamcast holds a special place in my heart because I felt like it was the it was the last video game system for people who grew up with video games. You could tell that you can tell that some of these games were sort of a love note to gaming's history. And I think that's what appealed to me about the Dreamcast so much. Also it had the best the best versions of the fighting games at the time. Right. You know? I am And I, you're a big fighting game guy. I'm a big fighting game guy. I, I am not really that competitive. I get I tend to get uh I, I tend to get upset when I lose. And I usually like take a step back from comp- competitive for that reason. Because I don't like to really get upset when I I, I have my video games. I use usually use video games to relax. But I do enjoy fighting games and I try to be as good as possible so I don't have to lose. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And oh, there's enough room for at least one person to be salty, and it shouldn't be you. That's right. All right. That's why I try to be. I try to be my best at the fighting games. I've. I like to think of myself as a journeyman, perhaps intermediate level. You know, not like whatever the step above, maybe two steps above scrub, whatever that would be. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not great. I'm not terrible. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's. Uh... Let's move it back one more generation step. You got the PS1, N64, Sega Saturn, question mark, generation. <laughs> Sega Saturn counts in that. Uh, two out of three in that one. Uh, I own the N64. I remember I remember very specifically eagerly anticipating the release of that system. And I think some of my, some of my anticipation for that sort of clouded my judgment when... It was released. Everything was really, really, really good. Um, I owned a, I owned also a PS a PlayStation, PlayStation One. I thought it was my, probably my favorite of the two. Uh, it was also the first system I bought with my own money. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's probably a good reason to like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I thought the RPGs on the PlayStation One were top notch, some of the best of all time. I mean, Castlevania. Really changed my perception of games back then too. It's fantastic. I loved it. Everything about the PlayStation One, I still, I, I can still probably play and. All right. Mm-hmm. So now is the sixty-four thousand dollar question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick Clark is gonna go and mess around with that pyramid a little bit. There you go. Super Nintendo or Genesis? I was a Super Nintendo guy all the way. Of course, all the way. That was the best. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> it was. It's literally. The best gaming system I've ever I've ever owned. It's very very fond memories of playing all the games on that nonstop for many months. Never forget it. All right, man. So let's uh, let's move on here. I want to see who do you think is the uh, the greatest video game character from the NES era up until about let's say nineteen ninety nine. I'm gonna say. I'm going to probably say the first video game character that had character, uh, Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. 
I remember playing Ninja Gaiden and being astonished that there were it was like a very coherent story. Story. Yeah. You know, and that didn't happen too often. It, it didn't. It didn't back it was, in uh, the NES days. It was. It was. It was new. It was different. The cutscenes were cinematic. For a lot of close-ups uh, on mm-hmm. eyes narrowing. Yeah. To be honest, Ryu's character was kind of a blank slate. There wasn't really much of him there. He's just basically, a, my father is dead. I want to find out what happened. Very, very traditional, you know, classic story with... Very Shenmue. Very. very. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. So what are we looking at for the uh, modern day version of this question? 2000 to present day. Arthas Menethil. Arthas Menethil from, mm-hmm. uh, from Warcraft, Warcraft. 3, from Warcraft World of 3. Warcraft. Mm-hmm. All right. Tell us a little bit about Arthas. Because, okay. Uh, about the character or about his influence? About his influence. I mean, a lot of us know he's the who became the Lich King that mm-hmm. everybody fights against in World right. of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the appeal of being able to... Go eventually go up against Arthas after after the cinema after the, what happened in the storyline of Warcraft Three, really did a lot to to hype the release of World of Warcraft. People really wanted to kill this guy. People really wanted to fight this guy. I wanted to fight him. Yeah, everybody did, and that's this also probably the reason that World of Warcraft peaked at Wrath of the Lich King. Besides the fact that it was the best expansion, right? I don't want to hear anybody else say differently. <laughs> I think I think the universe out there will agree with you for the most part. Though there are a lot of burning crusaders out there. Yeah. But uh no, I I, I loved Wrath of the Lich King. I mm-hmm. thought it was the best expansion. So yeah. Yeah, you got to you got to fight the iconic villain who was was deemed to be all powerful at the time. Like, how were people gonna fight him? What's gonna happen? Are we gonna be able to fight him alone? Are we gonna need what kind of help are we gonna need? People were really really psyched to fight this guy. All right, so let's uh, now let's see if I can get onto the, your your Deus Ex <laughs> on this uh, for your favorite video game series question. What's your favorite video game series that originated in the eighty five to ninety nine range? Street Fighter. You know what? I didn't even think it would be much of a question. <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to be the answer. Yep, Street Fighter's legacy is clear. It is still going. It is. Left its mark on it left a significant mark on popular culture. Yep. People def, people recognize the characters. They recognize the moves. They know they it's more popular than it's ever been. Which which is you know even a little bit debatable. Street Fighter Two was very very popular in the nineties. Right. But now people are starting to see, you know, emergence in esports. Mm-hmm. So competitive gaming, as far as Street Fighter goes, is becoming a more a, a much bigger deal. Especially considering this, this was a series that originated in the in the early '90s, right? Or at least became popular in the early '90s. No, Street Fighter Two was definitely big. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighting games as we know it wouldn't exist without what Street Fighter Two was. So, mm-hmm. uh, great answer. Mm-hmm. So, what, what about uh, our current gaming landscape, 2000 to present day? Favorite series? Favorite series? Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. <laughs> Is and that is a choice. <laughs> that nothing astonished me as far as ingenuity and style as much as Devil May Cry did when it was when I first played it on the PlayStation Two. I'll never forget the first time I saw this. I'm like, this is absolutely insane. I've never had so much fun watching a video game before. I really wanted to jump in and play whatever this madness was. What's your opinion on Devil May Cry Two? Devil May Cry Two was a shade of what Devil May Cry tried to be. 
I understand, I understand that it was a sequel and it tried to be different, but it didn't really capture what made Devil May Cry really special in my mind. But they got it back with three. They got it back with three with a vengeance. Yeah. With a vengeance. Three is <laughs> an all-time great <laughs> game, period. <laughs> and the cutscenes are still pretty damn cool. Even after all these years. It's 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 out there. It's wild. It's it's over the top. And that's exactly that's exactly the kind of thing you need for a game like that. It needs to be over the top. It needs to be so over the top that Stilesis alone should be arm wrestling in your basement. It needs to be that over the top. <laughs> and it and it certainly delivered on all levels. Okay. It definitely did. Alright, and uh let's let's go on to another question here. How about Favorite video game music soundtrack. Now, I know both of us, we've been into video game music for a while. Uh, bought CDs. I listen to video game music more than I do regular pop pop, pop music. Same thing yeah. here. <laughs> so, uh, what's your favorite one? Secret of Mana. Secret of Mana is a great choice, and I have a feeling there's a lot of nostalgia in that answer. Oh, you can, you know it. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'll, I'll just clue the listeners in on this. Uh, I've known you since 1995. Sounds about right. Uh, first year of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I met you because I was talking to somebody. I believe it was Leo. I think it was Leo. And it was Leo? It's been so long. About the Super Nintendo game Secret of Mana that I never got to play. But one of my friends in grade school was like, this game is cool. We should get it. But I never got it. And then, who's this dude? <laughs> I got it. You want to play it? I'll lend it to you. I'm not gonna say no to a free game. Yeah, sure, I'll take it. I was very trusting back then. <laughs> yeah, little little did I know what would blossom into a 20 year friendship with that. Um, yeah, we bonded over that game very, very, very much. But the music is something I can always go back and and just listen to whenever I like. I feel the need for like some atmosphere. Favorite track. Favorite track. Do you know the name? Um, you can just say the area of the game if you don't remember the well, name. That's a, that's actually a hard one. My favorite, tr- Eight Ringing Bells, I think is the name of the song. Eight Ringing Bells, that's the... That is the Ice Palace. Yes, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. love that song. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I actually, there was a there was a blizzard in New York City. In 96. In, not in 96, last week. <laughs> oh, hell yes. That, that blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> the one that we just finished yes. with. <laughs> so when I... I remember on Saturday when I would, when uh, after the blizzard had hit, the um, the storm had rolled on. The full moon was bright and shining on the snow. It was very enchanting. So I decided to put on eight ringing bells and just lie down in the snow while that music was playing. And I teared up a little bit. The first thing I thought of was Ice Palace. Just walking around in the snow. And ice, listening to that song, very being, I, I felt very nostalgic that day. You kind of felt like maybe using Airbnb to rent out somebody's igloo in Bensonhurst, right? <laughs> that didn't actually happen. It actually did. I don't believe that. It really did. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Secret of Mana, favorite soundtrack. There's some, tons of good tracks. There's actually a lot of uh, remixes on Secret of Mana 3 from that one. Listen to Meridian Child and Meridian Dance. You'll know what I'm talking about. All right. So we'll go on to the uh, next question here. And I know you've got a lot of these. Mm-hmm. So uh, Let's hear it. what is your greatest video game accomplishment? I finished Battletoads. 
All right. End of story. This is the one person on the planet who did it. On the NES. On the NES. Not on an emulator, mind you, people. No, this was this was on the NES. I was I had to I had to be like 11, 12 years old. My perception of time is really skewed from back then. But I beat the, I punched Dark Queen. Dark Queen, Dark Queen floated up in a tornado. Game was over. I'm like, holy shit! I just finished Battletoads. I can't believe I freaking did that. <laughs> I could never, never, could never do, could never get past the second stage in co-op. <laughs> well, co-op is kind of a mess. In I, I hear, I hear co-op in Battletoads is not actually hard. It's impossible. It's a, it's a kind of a mess in that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's very impressive considering that majority of people who played Battletoads have not even seen the end of stage three. <laughs> you, you learn the patterns after a while. You become determined enough. Like, I want to see the rest of this game. There's also a warp zone in that level. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't use the warp zone to finish the game. I beat that game clean. See, I never even knew that. Stage to stage. <laughs> that is impressive. Mm. Uh, that is that that is at the heart of the gaming conference. You, sir, should get a thousand gamer points for that. <laughs> the trick is when you're going down that pillar in stage two, you can get a lot of one ups from juggling birds. If yes. you do that, if you you're, can do that, set you can get the, yeah, mm-hmm. set for the game. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we're done with the video game questions. I guess Scott, one more for you. What are you doing with your uh, with yourself outside of video games? What are some of your hobbies? Some of my hobbies. Uh, I have a love hate on off on and off again relationship with Magic the Gathering. Mostly off these days. Mostly off these days. Uh, I, I played a lot during the revised era. Uh, I came back for Innistrad. Uh, played actively for a few years before I finally stopped. Uh, I'm not going to get into why I stopped, but I'm sure we can have we have enough people who can join in for a magic hmm. podcast. That's true. I've, I've I go back into it from time to time. Sometimes, occasionally, I'll go to my local gaming store and I'll I'll draft. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's kind of fun, but I'll be remi- I'll quickly be, I'll quickly be reminded of why I stopped playing. Right. Uh, I'm also a dice chucker. Uh, I have been known to play Dungeons and Dragons near and there. Other tabletop RPGs. I play L5R with you guys. That's been fun. Um, my I, I enjoy I enjoy a lot of music. Lately, I've been getting into. I'm toying around with the idea of music composition, although I have no history of. Any sort of musical talent or any musical lessons. Oh, you but, don't need that. No. You just need to I'm, practice. I'm starting to play video game music by ear on the piano. <laughs> I've had some success recently. <laughs> you not, know what? This isn't the recent thing. You've always done that. Yeah? You've always done that. Yeah. You did that with Mario Paint. That's right, yeah. You did that on did. like you, the the Mac and PC keyboard programs mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, no, this isn't anything new for you. Eh, it seems new to me. I've, maybe I just, you're just uh, old and senile. Uh, yeah, I let it fly under the radar for too long. Maybe I should have pursued this earlier. <laughs> yeah, who knows? You could have been like Tommy Tallarico. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That's the guy who made the music for Earthworm Jim. Oh, okay. He did, he did great music and many other games. Yeah, I know by the I know a lot of musicians by the music, not by the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Anything but tangerines. Anything but tangerines. That's a great stage name. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right up there with Touch Fuzzy Get Dizzy. Touch Fuzzy Get Dizzy. <laughs> All right, Joe. It's been fun. Thank you for letting uh, the world know a little bit more about you, so that when uh, we hear you in the group, uh, we understand why you are so passionate about everything. <laughs> passionate about about video games. Ah. Uh, They suck these days. (laughs) All right, cut it. Cut it. (laughs)